Good morning, planet Earth. Good morning to the late night travelers. Good, no good morning to the daytime scavengers. Good morning to the leeches living in the swamps of Kentucky. It is October the 26th, 2023, Bo Blimpdock. Just after 7.12 a.m. here in Grinkentown on the Olympic Peninsula, not far from where the Wookiee lives, not far from the great terror of the Northwest as the Bigfoot seeks after its gringo flesh. It is a hunter... The Bigfoot seeks his flesh. It is a killer. It travels between dimensions. Here's a quote from Dr. Freckles. A watched stock market never crashes. Well, what does that mean, Mr. Mr. Dan? I don't know, Mr. Scrumbo. Here's what I think it means. Maybe at some point in the distant past, the stock market was a fair kind of gambling scheme. Maybe people could participate in a way that everybody played by the same rules. I doubt that. But you can definitely say since the year 2009, it's been a kind of buy-the-dip thing. Well, <laughs> until the last couple years, right? It's been a little rocky, a little bit of volatility, but the VIX won't tell you. And if you watch, nothing happens. So yeah, don't watch the stock market if you want it to crash. Here's another quote from Dr. Freckles. Don't ever take a job at Miskatonic University. Don't ever take a job at Miskatonic University. Don't ever take a job working for some strange aliens. If they send you a letter putting, you know, telling you to... Put your brain into a jar. Why don't you head to the bar? If you see tentacles crawling up from the septic tank, guess what, baby? You, you took a job at Miskatonic U. Yeah, don't ever take a job at Miskatonic University. Not unless you want to have strange things happen to you, right, Cthulhu? The ancient people, the old ones, they live in Antarctica, they eat the young things, they breed creatures, slimy and ugly, it is the Yogg-Sothoth, it is the Yogg-Sothoth, don't ever take a job at Miskatonic University, ever. Next topic, right, Mr. Scrumbo? Here's another quote from Dr. Freckles. Where a person has no right to speak, the unconscious rules. 
What does that mean, Dan? If you want a speech code, you better drop your load. Because ugly, it goes underground. It doesn't make a sound. It goes crazy where a person has no right to speak. A lot of folks these days will talk about issues of free speech, and it's funny because I'll come across people on Twitter and YouTube, which I'm currently banned from again, and other places, Rumble, you name it, blah, 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 and they'll have a million followers and they will complain about censorship. Yesterday, Yesterday, one of my listeners who had recorded a WRMI, this is an FCC-approved radio station in Miami, he'd recorded one of my podcasts from two years ago. It was probably not high quality because, hey, shortwave radio, YouTube dumbasses. But YouTube went ahead and gave him a strike. Now, I'm not afraid of who I am, and I'm not a dangerous person, but I got to tell you, the more oppression, the more restrictions on free speech, the more we act like a two-bit neo-Stalinist hellhole, the more violence we're going to breed. Because if you are not allowed to reason, then you go to unreason. If you're not allowed to speak and communicate, you do so with violence. This is what happens next. If you want a peaceful society, then what you need is a free society. But if you want to build a tyranny, here's one thing I can tell you. A, this ain't Germany 1933. This is April 1945, Berlin. Okay, we'd had our concentration camps, (coughs) excuse me, reservations. We've had all the experiments and all the crap. We've done it all. If you think we're about to go down a dark road, you do not know your history at all. But let's play pretend, and let's pretend that this government that currently looks like is painting logs black, uh psyops, let's pretend this government has more time left in it. The more they tighten the screws, the more they control, the more they tell a Twitter or a Facebook or a YouTube to just, you know, here's an FBI letter. This person, you can treat them like crap. The more likely it is people will resort to other means. Period. Von Clausewitz once said that poli- that warfare, that what is it, politics? Yeah, warfare is politics by other means, something like that. I don't have the quote right. But here's the deal. If you control what people can do in a peaceful way, they will choose other things to do. They will try other strategies. This is inevitable. Next topic. I have my finger on the pulse of society. He's dead, Jim. I have my finger on the pulse of society. And then Bones tells Captain Kirk, he's dead, Jim. You can think on that next topic. Here's another quote from Dr. Freckles. Fame might be the worst hard drug of all. I wouldn't know. 
fame might be the worst hard drug of all. It's funny also in the liberty movement, you'll have a lot of these libertarians who have these huge followings. And because they do, they end up getting enticed by not just fame, but the cultural, the culture of fame. I'm going to drink a little bit of coffee here. Ugh. They get enticed by the culture of fame that exists in the United States. Um, and it's kind of a toxic culture. And it's frankly a controlled culture, which means that, you know, if you're in the culture of bacteria and they tell you to do something, you're going to do it even if it sounds dumb, even if it sounds like something you'd never say. Currently, I have no idea what's going on in Israel or Palestine, Gaza, you name it. I have no idea. The news for me is mostly lies. So if you want me to believe some random YouTuber or CNN person, I go back to YouTube ban a frickin' podcast recording from shortwave radio from two years ago. So ask yourself this, with only 50 people following me, what the hell am I saying that is so dangerous for 50 people? Exactly, precisely. Seems like a pattern, buddy. But you know, if you got fame, you've got to obey. If you get the pay, if you want the gold, if you want to grow old, you better obey or they'll send you to Africa, right, Dave? Right, Mr. Chappelle? If you don't follow the rules, buddy, they'll send you to Africa. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, I have a, a screenshot. I'm protecting my listeners, you know, identity. And I guess I'm jumping around a bit here. But like I said, fame's a hard drug. Probably nobody wants it. Me personally, I would just like to have the money to rent an apartment someplace. You know, currently, the amount of money I'm making, you'd think back in the olden days where the dollar had value, I'd be able to rent a room with a heater. Right now I live in a camper and I pay 500 bucks a month. And yeah, I got a little electric rinky-dink heater and it's a kind of life, quote-unquote, and it's way better than living in a tent and it's probably infinitely better than living in the streets of Seattle and being spat on by the, the good, kind, progressive, commie voters who want to make sure their mortgages are a good investment. You got some problems there, Seattle. Seattle's not dying. Seattle's lying. Someone asked me about my oath, the oath I took back in 1996. The oath I took as a United States Army officer. And I was a fool. I was a fool. I actually believed I was taking the oath to defend a free republic. Man, do I feel like a fucking idiot today. 
I think about all the censorship bullshit I've had to deal with. Because keep in mind, I have no following. I, I don't have a ton of people that listen. What logical reason is there to censor somebody like me? It makes zero, zero sense. There's no reasoning behind it. Unless, of course, there's something I'm saying consistently, for example, about military psychological warfare that happens to be true. That's fine, but I still only have 50 people listening. So it seems pretty fucking stupid. And if it's artificial intelligence doing it, shitbird, because I know somebody's going to send me that email, then AI's pretty fucking stupid. And it's not going to save you. It's not going to help you. What angle do you want? Do you want the angle that we are in the lives of others, East Germany people listening on your phone calls? Or do you want the angle that your super intelligent machines are dumbasses? You pick the scenario, shithead, next topic, right? But to be honest with you, I'd rather talk about hobbits and dragons and orcs or outer space. As much as I hate that make-believe bullshit, I'd rather talk about hobbits on Mars than talk about the Bill of Rights at this point because it's dead. He's dead, Jim. Jim. And yeah, there's really not much any of us can do. If I'm right, and, and, and what you think is a slow burn is really just the, 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 you know, coming over the crest or coming over the top of a hill, if I'm right and the so-called slow burn is starting to accelerate, then there's nothing I can do. There's nothing relevant about podcasting. There's nothing you can do, and voting's not going to help you. About the only thing you can do is look around the toilet bowl, in that proverbial sense, find a crusty turd on the side, hold on tight, because the flush is coming, baby. And they've probably known that since late 2019. When the leaves fall, you can feel the cold rolling in, baby. When the leaves fall, you know where she's been, baby. You kept your heart so full of love. But like some old pair of gloves, she tossed you out, baby. You want to scream and shout. You want to go mad. When the leaves fall, you know what I mean, buddy. The sun disappears when the leaves fall. You spend all day drinking beer when the leaves fall. There's sadness in the air 
you no longer care. Your soul aches. Your body shakes. Your mind breaks when the leaves fall. And there's no way home again. Not really. When the ground is cold and you feel really old, you go out on the land to find a friend, someone to comfort you until that brutal end when the leaves fall. There's noise in the woods when the leaves fall. It's always what you could when the leaves fall. Could have listened to her scream. Could have not been so mean. Could have built her a home. Could have stopped all the roaming when the leaves fall. When the leaves fall. That's all, baby. Now give her some Snickers. Lenny, where you going? Hey Lenny, where you going? Are you tired of the farm? Did you do someone harm? Larry, Lenny, where you headed? Lenny, where you headed? Are you sick of the land? Are you sinking in the sand? Does anyone understand but George? You were made with fists of iron, Lenny. You were built to hold up the sky. But instead you find poor rodents and squeeze them until they die. Come on, Lenny. What's this struggle for? And Lenny sighs and mumbles, no more. Lenny, what's wrong? What's wrong with this song? Lenny, are you stuck in the throng? Lenny, will you clean up the shack? Lenny, will George ever give you your money back? You wander strongly, Lenny, behind your good friend George. He keeps you going, but there's something about him, something about him, something about George. And Lenny has no clue. It'll just be red goo by that Salinas River. George is a giver. Lenny, are you tired? Did you spend time alone? Did you get mired in the rancher's desire when all you really want is a place with a warm fire and some rabbits, right? And maybe carrots, Lenny. Don't be sad, Lenny. 
You can make shoes from a tire. Lenny, are you angry? Did you spend time in the barn? Did you say, oh darn, you need to stay away from Curly's wife? Don't make George take your life. This world is filled with liquor and strife, Lenny. Lenny, are you okay? What'd you do today? Lenny, did Curly's wife go away? Lenny, there's not much to say. Hey, George, tell me again about the rabbits. Gunshot rings out. No time to pout. It's all done. Lenny's on the other side, where everything is one. Oh yeah, kind of Buddhist, Lenny, by that Salinas River. Now, hey, George, go pick up that Luger. Go clean that gun. Then go get drunk and have some hookahs. Because Steinbeck is pimping you out. I, I don't know if you guys have ever realized this in recent decades, but there is no anti-war party in the United States. There might be theoretically some dumbass party registered for voters. That's not really my point. There is no functional political party that's going to be allowed to have any real power that's going to be anti-war, period. You know, Eisenhower warned about the military-industrial complex in his farewell address, and everybody says, oh yeah, I remember that, but do we really? We're being pulled by the nose into what looks like World War III. Well, Dan, World War III happened on 9-11. No, research World Trade Center 7, a PSYOP slash snuff flick happened on 9-11. A lot of bullshit, a lot of murder, more murder, and what do we have for it? Afghanistan, fail. Iraq, fail. And frankly, sitting around oil derricks in Syria, stealing oil from poor people, is pretty low-energy bullshit for a supposed free republic. Don't you think, Lenny? Libertarians? <laughs> I used to be one. It was really fun getting drunk and talking about Hayek. Yeah, give me a break. A lot of the quote-unquote big libertarians, with very few exceptions, are coming out right now and picking sides. I support Israel. I support the, the Palestinians. You know what? I don't support any war bullshit at all. We don't know the truth. 
And, fr and the more I look at the paraglider bullshit, the more I think that that should have been a giant red flag that this is a joke on you. But there is no anti-war party in the United States right now. So if you're asking yourself, could there be a World War III? Well, who knows? Me personally, given my own very consistent prediction since late 2019, I think if they were going to kill us with nukes, they would have done it in 2019. No psyops, no mind fuckery. They, we would have gone to sleep some night in October of 2019, and roughly 80% of us would have never woken up. So no, I don't think it's going to be full-scale nuclear war. But could there be a limited nuclear war on the horizon, Lenny? Go ask George. He'll talk about the piece of land. Go ask Candy. He'll talk about how he lost his hand. Go ask Curly's wife. She's having sex with a ranch hand, Slim, out back behind the pond. She don't speak too great, but it's not too late for her to go to Hollywood, is it, Lenny, unless you <laughs> shook her too hard. If you want to support some random war, here's what I propose. You put your money and your life on the line, voluntarily. If you think there's a good reason to go kill people thousands of miles away, random people you've never met, put your money and your life on the line. If you're not willing to do that, then you should probably shut the fuck up. That's my view on what's going on right now. If you want to form some ragtag, magnificent seven or dirty dozen, you go ahead and do it, buddy. You can be like Yul Brynner if you stop smoking. You fund it yourself. You, you raise the money yourself. You put together your army and you go ahead and you head off to some foreign land like a mercenary and do whatever the hell you want to do, but leave the rest of us alone. And if you're going to make some crooked Hitler argument, what did I say earlier? Who the hell do you think you are in the United States of America? Do you think you're the good guy? If you do, you're deeply confused. I was dumb when I was 26. I thought I was taking an oath to defend a free republic. How stupid was I? If you enjoy this podcast and, you know, it's open to question as to why. If you enjoy this podcast, just a note for those who are regular listeners. I have been sitting on the chapter one of Bigfoot War One for about a month for a couple reasons. Number one, more like three weeks. Number one, because my computer, my personal computer crapped out and I thought I lost chapter one. Good news, I didn't. I saved a PDF, but I haven't had a chance to do it yet, and because it'll probably take more than an hour to do, 
I can't really do it at school. So I'm probably going to do it when I get home this weekend. So I just wanted to let you guys know that Bigfoot War 1 is not dead. It isn't dead, not unless the Wookiee people kill me for giving things away, or, you know, George Lucas kills me for saying Wookiee. And by the way, Ookla the Mock was a low-rent Wookiee. Ookla the Mock was a low-rent Wookiee. But Thundar is still better than He-Man, and fuck you. If you enjoy this podcast and you want to donate to it, you can. Um, There's a link to PayPal in the notes for the podcast. You can click on it. But before you do, listen to the following. This is a disclaimer statement. Full disclosure. Take care of your food, water, shelter first. Before you donate money to some podcast, make sure you have a home and food and other things you need. If you're setting aside extra food for yourself and your family and you have a pet, make sure you're thinking about your pet. Okay, just don't sit there and watch your dog or cat starve. If you're setting aside six months food for yourself, set aside six months food for Fido. Okay, if there are people in your life that need help, before you donate to a random podcast, help those people first. Am I right? And remember, yeah, it's crazy and the big flush is coming, but that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Right now, there are lots of things you can take advantage of, like, for example, going to see a movie. I don't know if there are any good movies. Most of them seem like propaganda at this point, and even if they're not, you usually have to, you know, if you show up early, sit through about 20 minutes of Navy SEAL propaganda. But, anywho, you can still go see a movie. You can still go take your girlfriend or boyfriend, wife, husband, whatever, out to dinner. As expensive as things are, you can still go get a steak and cook it. There are things you can do, and you should do, because you need to take care of yourself, not just physically, but psychologically, because the time's coming when there ain't going to be no fucking steak at the grocery store. Oh, Dan, that'll never happen. Yeah. Why? Because you think you live in such an ethical society that God is looking out for you? Or are you an atheist? And you think you live in a complex, a very complex society that won't suffer from the Poisson curve, shithead? Which option do you want, A or B? It's not the end of the world, buddy. But get that steak while it lasts, and Greenspan can fuck himself because hamburger ain't steak. But if you've done all these things and you're a Texas billionaire who rides down the dusty street shooting two golden six guns into the air, pew, 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 and you like my podcast, well, you can donate as much as you want to, Texas billionaire. I don't care. It's October the 26th, 2023. It's right around 7.43 a.m. here in Grinkentown on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington State. Have a great rest of your Thursday.